Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. Hi, Marielle. Hey, Lou. We're doing something different today. Yes, but first I want to know how, because you are on your holiday destination. Oh, it's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous. Marcus wanted to find that beach yesterday and it was quite hard to find. (laughs) It just looks like cliffs from the outside. But there was a little wooden sign that I spotted. So uh, we did find it. But we'd driven past it twice. It It was stunning. So what about you? How are you doing? I am good. I'm I'm looking forward to having a little chat with you today about tarot and writing. Yeah, I'm quite interested in this. That's where like because I've I've been I've been trying to be more obvious or maybe obvious not the right word, but I'm I'm trying to become less and less careful around that in that it's something that I did hide for a long time so I I created um, a separate Instagram account for all my quote-unquote witchy stuff so my tarot stuff and uh, you know pretty pictures of my crystals and So, so you were scared of putting people off well because my Instagram is very much a business account and it's for my coaching and yeah. I do I do work with with writers who are not spiritually inclined at all. And if the thing is, if you're really not into that, yeah, yeah, it's just a no, right? Like it's almost it's almost a visceral no for some people. Yeah, like as soon yeah. as they hear something, they just shut down. Yeah, I think there are expectations around it as well. You know, as in, because you do come across people that where that's so much a part of them that that colours everything they say and do. Yeah. Um, and like you say, if you're not that way inclined, that can, well, you're just a, a disconnect from them, aren't you? Yes, and there's also there's so many stereotypes around it as well, and. For for example, one of the things is that when I first realized I wanted to get like understand more about Reiki and maybe become a practitioner myself, but you see what I mean is that certain people have some negative connotations. So you're you use tarot cards as part of the writing process? Yes. Yes, and, and you can approach that in two ways. Like there's books out there, and, and I also have a book on that actually, and there's also all kinds of challenges you can do around that. There's people who use tarot to like plot their books and flesh out their characters and stuff like that. So in, in, in that, you use tarot or, ca- or general cards to just come up with plot points. So is it tapping into the creative I, th- I think so, yeah, because what you have in those, so so that so that I would say is a less intuitive practice. Um, maybe I'm wrong there, but that's how it feels like to me, is that, for example, in, in tarot, it's very normal to do a past, present, future spread. Yeah. 
right? So you can sort of like, okay, where was I recently? Where am I now? And what's happening in the next six months or so? But a lot of people use this spread for their characters to yeah. sort of have like a quick glance at their character arc. So where are they when the novel starts? Where, where are they when they accept the quest? And then like, where will they be? What will they learn from going on the quest? I see. Yeah, and I've done that. I've done that um, when trying to outline a book. Like, okay, I did it with the second book in my series. In a, okay, so where are they when the book starts? Like the most important characters. And then I, I use the second card, the present one. Like, what's the transformation? Like, what struggle do they have to, like inner struggle do they have to deal with? And then the, the third card for me for all these characters was, okay, so and how is that going to shape them? How is it going to transform them? And does it make sense? Actually, in, really interestingly, when I did that, it really fitted with how the first book ended. You can also use it for background, right? Like a lot of these cards, depending on the deck you have, they will have certain settings. So if you just have a character, you, you, you take one of the cards and you say, okay, this is the background of the character. And maybe you have uh, the Ten of Cups or the Ten of Pentacles, which is like lots of family like lovely gathering, lots of love, stuff like that. So you can say, okay, so this character comes from a really loving, huge family. But let's say you pick the Three of Swords, which is all about grief and heartache. Then you can say, okay, so this particular character comes from a family that was broken up. So divorced parents, for example. Okay, so I can see how that works. There is a book on tarot for writers that will guide you through the original Rider Waite Smith uh, tarot deck, which is like a lot of decks are based on that. It's, it's kind of the classic and shows you, okay, so it's very practical in that it will tell you, okay, so if you, like she gives examples, like, okay, I've asked these questions about my setting and I draw these cards. Okay, this is how I can interpret them. Okay, so it's set in the woods because like the card shows this gorgeous forest. But maybe on, on their path, there is an um, authoritarian figure, like if you draw one of the kings. So that is how you can sort of uh, use it as a plot device. So you do use it as part of your coaching? I do, yeah. But so that's why most of my books, they are about um, getting through blocks, like creative blocks and stuff like that. And um, like I have this book, Tarot for Creatives, which has like a bunch of tarot spreads with different topics. And like, they will help you reconnect to your intuition. They will make your uh, creativity flow. If you've been blocked somewhere, it helps you discover where the block is coming from. It will help you determine your creative weaknesses and strengths, stuff like that. So it's less about the actual writing of the story. It's more about you as the author. And do you find it successful in identifying the block? I do. And I think in that, so this is the thing, like people use this, like this is what tarot coaching, tarot healing is all about, right? People come with a problem and you throw some cards and then see what the yeah. cards say. And I've just sort of adopted that approach and just, I focus mostly on the creative process. Although, so for example, my friend who I've worked with this weekend, her recent struggle was that since summer, she had incessant worrying about her cats suddenly she realized every time there was something she's like do we need to go to the vet like she became really almost obsessively worried about them 
Okay. And she's like, I don't recognize myself. What's wrong? So we did some cards on that and then discovered what was underneath all that. So why I like cards is because there's always, as soon as somebody says, I struggle with this. And if you know the person a little bit, you'll immediately go from that angle. And cards, they will, I always say they sort of bypass your own sort of preconceptions and your ego. Yeah. They go just straight, they just cut through the bullshit and all of the stuff that you're not seeing. So when I was working through her spread, I got this sense like these cards don't really make sense for the question that you asked. So I'm wondering whether it's actually about something else. And that's when the real conversation started. Ah. So yeah. that's, that's how I like to use cards. Um, so most of my work, like my challenges, my, my tarot spreads that I publish, they are about how, how we are in our own way and stuff like that. What's the struggle here? Um, why am I not stepping into my own power? Why do I struggle speaking my truth? Stuff like that. And then how can we best um, move beyond that and heal that? And I just use cards to get the answers to that. Like, you don't even have to do cards. You can just use all these questions. It's like journal prompts. You know, just sit down with your journal and just, you know, free write about these things. That way you can also unearth things. So you're just using them as a tool, aren't you, to get past? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, it's like... I can do that using Reiki. I can do it using the cards. I can do it doing the Akashic Records. It's just, it gives you a different perspective. And like I said, it cuts through the bullshit and just shows you what's what. Yeah. Without you have, it's a very quick way, especially cards. They're a very quick way for me to um, sort of sense like, okay, there's more to this than what we think is the problem. And then I can start asking questions like, okay, the cards, I usually get this card when it's about something like this. Yeah, but it's a tool to tap into your intuition and sort of, like I said, bypass your ego and whatever you want to call it, that little nasty voice inside of yourself that wants you to look at things a certain way or doesn't want you to uncover what's actually holding you back. Yeah, and, and like preconceived notions of things, right? Like if you're really stuck in a particular narrative you're telling yourself, the cards might say, well, it's not about this. So what are, what are we doing today with the cards? Because you asked me to pick a spread. Yes. Yeah, so what I did for those listening, I sent Lou my book, uh, Tarot for Creatives, and I told her to pick a spread. Um, and I'm just, And then I told you to pick a deck. Um, and I thought it would just, you know, be nice to just try this on air. I haven't done this in ages uh, on air. I also don't usually read in person. Like I'd like to do it offline without being in contact with the person. And later on, we share our experiences uh, because it gives me more focus. Um, so let's just see, like worst case scenario, we're not we're not sharing this with people. It's not live. <laughs> No, but this is good. This is great practice for me. Um, so I'm already shuffling. So the deck, the, the spread Lou picked is uh, where does this project go from here? Do you want to say anything about it? You don't have to say anything about it, but you, if you want, you can share what project that is about or why this spread. Well, I was thinking 
in it of it in terms of the podcast actually rather than a personal project okay okay it was more of a question of because sometimes we struggle to come up with topics that we want to talk about and i was wondering whether we need to maybe think wider about how we use the podcast or what we do okay Oh, that's interesting. I'm shuffling. If you're like, what is this noise? I'm shuffling the cards. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's that's what was in my head when I picked the. Okay. Oh, that is really interesting then, because that means that I'm also involved in some so, some way. <laughs> so that just made it a bit more interesting. Okay. So I I have a very particular like. There's also just to cut through some terrible bullshit. Um, there's a hundred ways you can sh- shuffle and that is a very intuitive thing as well. So when I was starting, when I first started learning about this, I had people around me telling me how to do things exactly. And I'm very allergic to people going, this is how it's done because everybody has their own thing. So if something works for them, that works for them. If something, so for me, I have a very particular I almost always uh, shuffle my cards the same way. And I've had people tell me that's wrong. Uh, And I'm like, yeah, but I've done this for years now and I always get amazing results. So I think this (laughs) works for me. So you do you. And uh, um, so that's one of the things that people will tell you, uh, this is how you need to do this. I I don't really believe that. Um, That's the same with writing. Yeah, but I think that's my approach to life generally. So it's no wonder that it's also how I approach contacts. Okay, Lou, we, so this spread has five questions, but question four, I don't know if you have it in front of you. Um, oh, no, and I, I didn't think of it. I looked at the questions okay. which helped me decide on which. Okay. That's what I have it in front of me. So the fourth question is, what do I need to consider about this direction, so the direction where the project is going? And the question leaves space for up to three cards. So I want you to tell me whether you think we need one, two, or three cards there. Mm, what I, I, what I think it's quite a complicated um, question. So I would say three cards. Okay, so that's how I'm going to do the spread. So if you hadn't picked a number, I would have picked a number, right? But if you're reading for someone else, I try to be as let them you know, let the other person pick. Um, Do you think three is a good number? I was, I had gone for, I was going to go for two. Okay. But we're going to do three now. Uh, it's, it's three in ignorance though for me. Oh, Lou. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to, it's really, they're all the same. So for those who don't know about tarot, the tarot exists of the major arcana, which is like the archetypes. And then there are four chords, cups, wands, pentacles, and swords. And each chord stands for something. So cups are about emotional, are our emotional journeys. Wands are more the intellectual journeys, um, creativity is wands. Pentacles are material, so that's our finances and our jobs usually. And then swords are very conflicty ones. They are about inner conflicts, external conflicts. So for this fourth so I think you are very right. Let me check the next one. Yes, I think you're right to say that we need the three cards there because they all belong to the Cups family. 
So that is really significant because when you look at a spread, what you do is you look at maybe something is missing. Let's say you have a question and or an, a, a, something that troubles you and there are no pentacles. So pentacles is about materials, about grounding. So one of the things that when you look beyond the spread, you would say there is no grounding in this. So that could be part of the issue, actually. Okay. And if there's a lot of swords, then that immediately tells me there's lots of conflict around this. If there's a lot of wands, it could be, okay, so this, these are a lot of ideas that are just up in the air. Okay. If there's no cups, I would say there is no in touch with emotions. So that's okay. Right. So we have, for the question four, we have three cups. Um, so that's interesting. We have two wands. So that's like creative pursuit. And then the other two cards are major arcana cards, which are the big cards. So what we don't have is pentacles. So that's like financial material, which I think that is not. <laughs> that would be about right. <laughs> that, is, uh, that is not what we do. That's not the aim of this podcast. So yeah. That makes all the sense. And the other one, what is missing, which is really great, I think, is swords, which means there's conflict and uh-huh. tension and strife. And I think that that does make sense that we don't have swords and we don't have. Um, okay. Are you going to take a photo of these? I'm going to take a photo now, and then we're going to send it to you a messenger. Okay. So let's start with the first card. So you don't know what the spread looks like anymore because you don't have it in front of you. So the first card, uh, that the question is, where is this project headed? And this is six of wands. So that is the black cat with the six, um, what do you call those? Torches? Uh, well, they're, they're, they're wands. But as you can see in the page of wands, which is the one that is separate. So six of wands is actually a really good card um, because it basically, for the future, because it basically says that you've done the hard work and now it's time to shine. In In one of my other decks, it's the cards that says it's time to spread your wings and fly. So that is six of wands. So that's a very positive card if we ask where is this project headed? That's two good things, right? So yeah. maybe for us, it would mean that we become a, less, a bit less invisible. Ah. Right? Maybe we get ready or we found, maybe we find a way to be less invisible and find our audience. That's we, haven't, we haven't tried very hard no. to do. So maybe this spread will tell us how to get there. Let's see. So the second question, what do I know about this direction? That is the star. So that is the the cat, the blue card. The cat has the star on the third eye. Let me look again. I was making some notes. <laughs> yes, I see. Not the fat cat. No, no, not the emperor. Yeah. He actually looked, I took a picture recently. It's on my, it's my I think it's on my Instagram. Um, I took, I was looking at this book. And then Phil, one of the fat cats at the beach, just sort of lay down next to me. <laughs> it cannot be a coincidence. I know he's the emperor. Okay, so the star, <laughs> the star is all about looking up and knowing that you're being guided. So it's trusting that no matter how dark it gets, there is going to be this light at the end of, not at the end of the tunnel, there's actually going to be a guiding light. So I would say this, the star in this particular question, what do I know about this correction? It actually means that we know very little about this 
direction, but it is about trusting that the light will find us and we will find the light. Okay. So it's not, if it had been any other card, it might have been more, you know, exactly what, but this is for me, is very much about trusting that even when you're not seeing or not seeing clearly, um, that doesn't mean that. So this is the stars of the inner eye, right? So, so that we cannot see with our physical eyes where we're headed. That doesn't mean that we on some intuitive level don't know where we're going. Okay. So it's very about trust. And then, so what don't I know about this direction? That is the emperor, right? That's the fat cat. And I find that because I have a, a I have a difficult relation with the emperor because I, I I receive it a lot. It's about being very comfortable in your authority. What that we are, or that we need to be. I because I, I don't think we are. No. <laughs> so so my. Seeing seeing this guy show up here makes me very uncomfortable. Which clearly, like, as soon as it makes you uncomfortable, that means something is up. Okay. So this is about, yeah, the, the emperor knows exactly. The emperor is very grounded. Um, and, like, like, he's very comfortable with being where he is. So the question, what don't I know about this direction? It could, so this is a difficult one for me. Um, it could mean, I'm curious what how you feel about that. It could mean that either, either this is where we are headed, right? And, and so if that's the case, I need to come to terms with this for sure, right? Because this is not a comfortable thing for me. But it could also mean that the only way we're going to get there, well, I mean, so the answer is the same. I need to come to terms with this. And maybe you <laughs> as well. The answer would be the same, right? It, it's, it, it means that this is either a struggle for us or it's something that we have to work towards. And it, it's, it's both the same. It's something that we have to deal with. So what do you see when you see this particular? So let me check I've got it right then. Donkey boy. So this is about us being comfortable in the authority. So if it's about the podcast, it's about the authority or the information that we're putting out. We've got to be. And and the, the, the sort of the, the easy confidence. So in terms of the podcast, I do have faith in what we talk about. Well, that makes one of us. But we don't, we aren't, we never say this is the way to do things or. Oh, no, because that's not, I don't believe in that at all. Exactly. What we do is we we go, this is us and this worked for me and it worked for you or th these are our struggles and these are our failings. And I think we can be confident in our authority to know what our failings are. <laughs> I mean, I am very, very familiar and intimate with my failures, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So it could also mean that th there's nothing that needs to be fixed, right? Like, 
Because because ah, okay. one of the reasons why I enjoy doing this podcast with you is because it's so organic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There isn't there isn't no preparation. Like the <laughs> I was gonna prepare for today and I, I didn't have time. So there we go. That's kind of how we approach it, right? Um but I think because we approach it like that, that makes me go, we're just playing right yeah we're, yeah we're, we're not professionals or whatever right because we're not like suited up and, and like put on lipstick on and stuff like i mean i have a bra on which i think is is that doesn't <laughs> um that's your comfortable authority yeah, there yeah so but maybe so maybe maybe it's also it's especially for me maybe the mindset shift i came from a very long understanding of if you want something you need to work hard for it and success only happens through blood sweat and tears mm. and this guy doesn't seem to be worried about anything because he has everything he wants and it's exactly how he wanted it yeah and that's that's good so that is the other aspect of him um yeah, but I, I could definitely do with some confidence around this podcast because you you know this. Every time we stop recording, I have to ask you, is this okay? Like people don't know this, but that's like the, the one question I always have. Like, was this okay? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know. And I'm always like, yeah, it's fine. No one's listening to us. <laughs> yeah, so that is funny, right? Because we, we, we get lots of our comfort from uh, actually not being the six of ones, right? Not being in this, yeah. right? Not being ready for that. So I think I think we need to. Either it's gonna shift, or we are gonna, or we are gonna make it shift. I don't know. Let's see. Okay. So the fourth question. That's where you pick the three cards, and it's all cups. Um, so that question is: What do I need to consider about this direction? Right. So we picked three cards. Um, so the first one I drew was the Page of Cups. So he is the kitty cat with the wings who is chasing the... Oh, yeah. The yeah. yeah. So the second one is the Five of Cups, which is um, the one in the middle. So this is the kit, the the, the kitty with the, the... There's still two cups on the little wall, and then the other ones are broken on the floor. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we have the Ace of Cups. Um which is, again, the cat, they have like a symbol on their forehead. That's usually the case because it's about um, beginnings and sort of like inspiration and stuff like that. Um, and it has like a little cup around its color. So what do we need to consider about this direction, right? So we're talking star, six of wands and the emperor. Well, page of cups, that is, a re I'm really curious because these are all emotional cards, Okay. They're, they're not financial cards. They're not cards that speak about like creativity needs to be flowing because that is more uh, the, the ones. They don't speak about conflict. They're very much about the emotional side of things, right? Okay. So, page of cups. Page are beginners. They're um, they're students of something. Yeah. So this particular kitty cat with the wings. This is so. This is a learner. This person, this this cat, um, is coming to terms, is learning about uh, learning about their emotions. They become more in touch with their emotions. But what is great about the pages is that they're very curious. 
So they're very curious creatures um, because, like I said, they're in the they're in the, they're like students, right? They just enrolled at university and they want to study a topic. So this is all for me about coming to terms with um, the emotional side of things. So in regards to the spread, what do we need to consider? That this is, for me, I would say, one, it's an emotional investment. But it's also a stick to, like, don't make it too intellectual or, right? Like, don't open, yeah. like, stick to the feeling matter of it. Yeah. Right? That's I, can, I, I can go with that. Yeah, that's what I... Um, and and stay curious about where that where that goes, right? What what are what are our feelings doing, right? And I think to a certain extent we do this already because we talk a lot about we talk a lot about mindset, right? Which is the sort of the emotional mental side of things. Um, we don't necessarily talk talk about how to be a bestseller. Um, uh, do you, yeah? Do you think that it's something to do with? Uh, I, uh, because I feel like I meet the podcast meets my own emotional needs around writing. <laughs> so, do you think it's partly that? I think that's it because that is because we always talk about how this is therapy for us both, right? Yeah. So actually, now and and, and that just strikes me now. It's not maybe that's also why there's three cups cards here. Right, because it very much helps us through things as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And as you can see as well, and this is why I like the page, because the knights in, in, in tarot, they're the ones, they're the go-getters, and they're not always as graceful, but the pages, they are very much starting out. So you can see in this in this particular card, it's it's a very gentle approach. So this 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 cat is very gently exploring sort of the bubbles here, like one of his friends, the fish is in the bubble. So it's a very gentle way of doing things. Ah. And I, I do think that's that fits my approach too. Yeah. Uh and, and I think so. I think so about this direction, okay? Mm. Linking it to the emperor, right? This quiet authority, I would say that. This direction that we're headed does not mean that we that does not mean that we cannot still do what we're already doing, right? Yeah. We can continue to be like the page of cups, right? Like a safe space to explore. Um, yeah. And to sort of engage and share experiences. Right? Yeah. And, and and that's what it's about. Yeah. So that is that's good. So then we have the five of cups, which the fives are always a bit sad um, in 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 the journey. And so this one is usually about grief. And it's interesting because in this particular card, so that depends on the tarot deck. Not all the cups are broken, right? And if you look at the card closely, at the cat's face, it's really hard to tell whether it's it's enjoying 
the breaking, and of course, it's a cat, right? So we can understand that the cat just swiped them off the wall. Yeah, or clumsily bumped into them, yeah. Yeah, but like know, <laughs> knowing cats, I mean, I, I love this sort of, you know, how do we know that the, the earth is not flat because cats would have, you know, pushed everything off it. By <laughs> that's what they do. Um, so it's very difficult to tell whether this cat is crying about the lost cubs, whether it's enjoying the fact that she broke them. There's no question that she did the breaking. No. (laughs) But it's very much like, how are we feeling about this? Um, So for me, and and, I mean, I always find this difficult, right? Because this, this, like like I said, it is a card of grief, right? So it's it's very much a card. How do you, grief is inevitable. How do you choose to deal with it? So I'm trying to to think of the podcast. Yes. How we deal. Wait, so this 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 can be things lost or things that we had to give up. Um money. <laughs> yeah, but also maybe certain connections. Right? Like is when you find out that some people are less aligned with you on the writing journey than other and you need to make decisions about that. Yeah. Um and also the stories that you tell yourself, right? So that is what I, I like that this, because this is usually the, the cards are very, my, my five of cups, the other decks are very simple. It's about grief, right? This is the only card I have in which there is this sort of ambivalence. Like maybe we're happy about the breakage. Yeah. Yeah. But I suppose... Maybe we're happy with the way things are. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, like it's very much about do we how we deal, right? Because loss is is inevitable. Mm. Things come and go, right? But how do you deal? Like, are you gonna sit quietly in a corner and sob and sort of trying to cling to it even though it's already gone? I'm not. I'm not getting a sense that we need to change anything. No, I'm just really, because the question is, what do I need to consider about this direction? I'm also wondering whether it's simply saying that we might have, that some things might have to, some ideas that we might have around the podcast might need to be, you know, broken, uh, pushed off the ledge. Um, so that the, the the things we actually want to do, the two cups that are still there, that that can get our attention. Yeah. So maybe it's a question: what needs to give? Which is funny because there's like for me, like it, it's really funny that you pick this particular, like you pick the podcast as as a topic. Yeah. It's one of the few things in my life that's just flowing. <laughs> Right, so it's like it's it, like I don't have a, I don't have an issue with the podcast right now, except that like we're like are we like how do we what do we what, what are we gonna talk about? That's that's like our only um... yeah. But I mean, it could it could also mean that we have to because um... we did that recently. We had a we had a um, an episode on on our failures. Remember that. 
Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking like this card is a bit about that, right? Like, you know, talking about failures and then embracing that or trying, like, what can I learn from this? Or what did the failure give me? Uh, so I'm wondering whether that's one of the approaches that we need to keep in mind for the future. Like, it's well, yeah, nothing stays the same, does it? It always has to change. Yeah, but also, and yes, especially, in, yeah, that, that for sure. But if you look at it also in relation to the Page of Cups, because we definitely need to read these three cards together, is that the Page of Cups is very curious. So maybe the Five of Cups is sort of telling us that in our curiosity, maybe we do an episode that we're not that happy with, but who cares? Yeah. Right? Yeah. But not everything is meant to work out or stay or... Right. So maybe it's also like don't take it so seriously. Yeah. Um, if that thing breaks, like metaphorically, you know, there's still two more cups left you can drink from. So feel free to explore and then just decide, okay, so that, that didn't work. Great. Let's move on. See what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. So the third one, another <laughs> cups is the ace of cups. And the Ace of Cups, so Aces are always about beginnings, right? It's the beginning of the journey. So this is about the beginning of an emotional journey. Uh, and I mean, I just love the card, right? This this kitty is so, so intense. Like the eyes are so green. But it's also, when you look at the other cards, there's a lot more background. And here the cat almost fills the entire yeah it's very centered on itself so that makes me really um that makes me really curious like there's there's almost there's no 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 there's no other there's no space for anything else in this particular card right we see some grass and it's and, and this is what I, what I like about this card it's very uh, the dawn right mm. like you have the 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 dew on the leaves and aces yeah. are very about like beginnings, like so it's like the oh. dawn of a new day. That's I really I think that I've never seen a card um do that this well, sort of speak to this ace-ness of a card, like this sort of this beginning. Um so this I'm just because the sense I get from it, like you see the drops, right? And the cat is also, the cat is covered in some of the dew drops. Yeah. Right? So, so this, so this is very personal, right? And you know this about me, is that on this podcast, this is the space where I've talked about so many things for the first time. Right? Yeah. And then afterwards, I wonder whether I said too much. So this the, in this particular card deck, the Ace of Cups also represents the fear of overflowing, of spilling. Okay. So it's like this cat is sort of going through the weeds, right? Because it's very close and there's no light. There's not, nothing else. And getting wet because of it, right? I see. And the wetness, of course, in the cups stands for the water, the flow of emotions. 
That's why the cups always have like a water theme in them. Um, so, so, so yeah, like for me, like it would be, uh, for me personally, I would say that this card speaks to the fact that I need to become much more comfortable with my vulnerability. And so I can be like, and this is a word we've all heard too much, more, even more authentically myself. But when it talks about the podcast, it all makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah. Because for me, this is, and this is the great thing. And this is, I think, where the six of wands is so interesting. It's because one of the reasons why I feel so much more comfortable just, you know, often afterwards, I'm like, what did, I'm like, what did I just say? Like, what did I just, I, did I actually talk about this thing? Um, because I can be very guarded, which is 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 partly due to my job um, as a writing coach, right? Like there's this sort of what do I share with my clients and what do I not, mm. right? Mm. Well, of course, if you're completely, and I think this is a very old idea that we have of this sort of coach or therapist or whatever who knows it all, this sort of authority figure right there we've got the emperor again and then these days actually the people we tend to follow are the ones who will say well you know i fall flat on my face too but this is how i got up and i can you know help you learn the same now, i struggle with that like i struggle with being very open and honest about all the stupid decisions i make in my life um all the times I disappoint myself and stuff like that. So, so, so I'm curious how this because for that's me, I feel that, a bit like it's slapping. That is natural, there. Yeah, of course, of course. But it, for me, it feels like this card is very much slapping me in the face and saying, like, you need to become even more comfortable with this. I, I suppose the question I had in mind was, what direction should we go in? And it is saying, carry on, or maybe do more. Of the same. I, I have to stop apologizing for what I'm sharing and become like more comfortable yeah. about what I know. And also I need to start worrying about what I'm sharing. And just remember no one's listening. Well, I think that that is I definitely think that's a story we need to stop telling ourselves because of the six of wands. But what about the last cap? Yes, the page of wands. I think this is such a curious um I love this one. Um, so it's like someone who's like exuberant and energetic and fully curious about what um, creative projects are are there, are coming. It's it's just like there's just so much energy, so many good vibes in this card generally. This particular one is much calmer. This this card so page of wands is an, is is you, you'll never see a page of wands inside the house, right? It's usually represented outside, right? Because there's so much energy that it needs to be shaken off. So this card says, you know, go outside, do something with your curiosity, with your energy, and this particular one is about venturing out so you can meet other people. And potentially people who are not like you. Yeah. It's th this cat is not making friends with another cat, right? It's, it's, it's 
interacting with a completely different creature, right? And, and that can be exactly what you need, right? Like to expand, to broaden your horizon. Um, this is a page card, right? So pages are all about the playfulness, about learning new things, right? The question is, what else do I need to be aware of with this project? Um, I, I would say maybe that it's okay to explore topics that we're not comfortable with yet that we do not necessarily know a lot of, uh, about yet maybe it's just anything that interests us or that we might potentially feel passionate about yeah so i'm thinking i'm not saying we're going to do that but i'm just the first thing that came to my mind is that when you did this with anna still the podcast mm. so that's that's been a while now um you also did things, and I'm not saying we're going to do that, but you explored things like, oh, there is like a deadline for a short story. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah. apply. So I'm not saying that is the exact thing that we need to do, but I would say that it could speak to us sort of broadening our horizons a little bit in a very playful way. So more in a, uh, okay, so what are, you yeah. what are you curious about? What do you want to learn more about? Instead of talking about what we know, perhaps we could also start thinking about, but what do we want to know? And how can we incorporate that into how we do the podcast? And we talk more on the podcast. What do we want to be knowing about? Yeah. I suppose one of the conversations that we needed to have was where are we taking the podcast from here if we've already discussed lots of the issues that we wanted to and lots of the things that we wanted to include. And by using the tarot, we've identified that we are quite generally happy with the way that things are going. <laughs> and I would also say that sort of these three cards, these cup cards, is, is very much about our approach. So it doesn't really matter what we end up talking about as long as we keep having that approach, like curiosity, being okay if, if we, you know, don't get what we want or when something fails um, and, mm -hmm. and being honest about like, if we do try new things or learn new things that we're very, that we can remain honest about how we feel about these things and whether it's for us or whether we're actually struggling uh, trying to learn about this new thing or something. So it's, it's a complete yeah. approach to how we, talk about our topics but the other element is that we need to broaden our horizons consider talking about issues that we want to know more about keep doing what you're doing but it also tells me use this approach whenever you venture into new directions so since you are the readie and i'm the reader dear reader yeah. how do you feel about this spread let it answer your questions yeah it, it answered my questions, uh, but it also made me makes me feel positive about the direction that we're going in. And of course, if you have any questions about tarot and writing and stuff, add my email address to the show notes, please, so people can okay uh, people we'll can message do. me if they. So not last week when this comes out, but last week when we we're recording this. Uh, started a very specific Instagram account called Terror for Creatives. 
So if you're interested in, in using tarot for your creative pursuits, uh, definitely follow that one because I'll be sharing spreads on there as well and some tips and stuff. Well, thank you for that. I enjoyed it. Well, glad you enjoyed it. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you. And if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.